0: they go after your job, then for your church, now they're coming for your children. This and more on the Manitoba Freethinker Podcast. Alright Manitoba, welcome back to another show ladies and gentlemen. I hope you're having a wonderful day as always. Quick question, do you guys think that the Manitoba government has your best interest in mind? And if you do think that, do you think that they are capable of coming up with a plan and being able to execute that plan that would take care of your best interest? I could tell you personally that it's a hard no on both questions. First of all, I don't think the Manitoba government has our best interest in mind. I think it's a job and they are in it to get reelected, nothing more. And even if they did have our best interest in mind, I don't think that they're capable of executing a plan or coming up with a plan that would actually take care of my best interest. But either way, Manitoba, I do want to hear from you guys. Let me know in the comments below. Alright Manitoba, first they come for your job, then they go after your church, and then your children. And the worst part is, they say it with a straight face, as if they follow their own rules that they force on you. And when I say they, I'm referring to our placeholder, Premier Heather Stephenson, Chief Provincial Public Health Officer Dr. Rusin, and our Health Minister Audrey Gordon. And in case you guys aren't aware of the new changes that took place on November 13th, I'll just go over them real fast. Uh, From the province, due to COVID-19 cases, increased community transmission, and a growing strain on the healthcare system, Manitoba is taking additional steps to help curb the spread of the virus in the fourth wave of the pandemic, Health and Seniors Care Minister Audrey Gordon and Dr. Brent Rusin, Chief Provincial Public Health Officer, announced. Quote, "Once again, we must ask Manitobans to do more to do reduce the current COVID-19 case numbers and community transmission, which in turn will help reduce the strain on our healthcare system," said Gordon. "We need everyone to work together by following the public health orders, focusing on the fundamentals and getting vaccinated. We know vaccination works and I encourage all Manitobans to do your part and get immunized against COVID-19." End quote. The additional restrictions include Religious gatherings, um, Jesus Christ, these are insane. <laughs> Jesus Christ, no pun intended. Religious gatherings are limited to twenty-five people unless the facility can physically divide the space into separate areas. In which case, several cohorts of up to twenty-five can attend the same service. However, the total number of attendees at a service may not exceed twenty-five percent of the facility capacity, to a maximum of two hundred fifty people. Cohorts must not mingle. Masks must be worn, and physical distancing rules apply. This applies to the Southern Health Santé Sud region, health region only, and these new restrictions went into effect on uh, November 13th. Services restricted to fully immunized people and those under 12 who are not eligible for the vaccine may attend without capacity limits, and the municipalities of Cartier, Headingley, Headingley Mcdonald. Niverville, St. Francis, Xavier, Taché, um, that are geographically located in the Southern Health, Santé Sud Health region are exempt and considered to be part of the Winnipeg Capital region. Okay, so that is specifically targeting the um, Health, Santé Sud region. Province-wide, proof of at least one dose of vaccination or um, a recent in brackets, within 72 hours, a negative test result will be required for 12 to 17-year-olds for all indoor recreational sports. Now, there will be a grace period until December 5th to allow individuals who are not yet fully immunized to comply with the order that will go into effect 1201 on December 6th. And negative tests need to come from a participating pharmacy as provincial testing sites should only be accessed by symptomatic individuals or those who are required to take a PCR test by public health. The orders continue to allow fully vaccinated Manitobans to enjoy as much freedom and as few restrictions as possible, while unvaccinated individuals continue to be restricted in their activities in order to reduce the transmission. And the most serious outcomes quote we take several places uh sorry, we take several pieces of information into consideration when we are making recommendations for public health orders, said Rusin current covid nineteen case numbers, test positivity rate, community spread, vaccination rates, and modeling are all factors we are seeing concerning numbers now, and the projections indicate more is coming if we do not take the steps to curb the situation. Thank you to all the Manitobans who are following the public health orders, focusing on the fundamentals, and have been vaccinated. It is frustrating to be here again, but by working together, we can help bring an end to this pandemic, end quote, said Rusin. The updated orders of the pandemic response system at restricted orange and schools are at caution yellow. All other public health orders remain unchanged. So the fact that they are targeting, that's the end of the um, November 12 news release, just so you guys know. But the fact that they are targeting specific areas, like the southern region, is just one more lie the government has told us. Pallister and Rusin, on numerous occasions, have told us, have told Manitobans that they would not have regional-based restrictions because they don't work. And here they are, a few months later, doing a 180. Just another slap in the face. Just another lie. And the fact that they are specifically targeting churches should definitely worry you. That's another right protected under our Charter Rights and Freedoms that apparently means nothing here in the province. COVID really brought to fact that what a joke that document is. Like, it, it, it our courts have proven that. And you know what? Uh, this, it seems like the, the, what you got to do is you just got to scare the majority of Canadians and then you lose all your rights and freedoms. And the problem is our government doesn't even know what their what the responsibilities are. Here's a quote from the Manitoba our Manitoba government.
1: As a government, our number one priority is protecting the health and well-being of all Manitobans.
0: Nope. Your government is responsible for ensuring our charter rights and freedoms. Not our safety. We choose freedom. And with a free society, there comes risk. So, no, your government, your government's job, your first responsibility, is not our health. Like, for fuck's sakes. The province comes out with these new orders further segregating Manitobans who are exercising their right to have a medical choice on a day they released their covid bulletin which just highlights how ineffective being double-dosed is in preventing you from getting or spreading covid-19 and like I said in previous shows they no longer say that we are all in this together and definitely now with the blessing from the courts they just come out come right out and brag at how they are targeting and segregating Manitobans. And they brag about how they are doing this to our children. I mean, these people are sick. But here's a few quotes from them. And a typical question from our Manitoba mainstream media.
2: Why not uh, Why not put more, uh, even broader restrictions on the question we'll be asked... Uh, I'm sure some of my colleagues on
0: the call, but why not put more broader restrictions on Southern health? You know, so, I mean, these restrictions right now is, is about as, as far as we can go with um, uh, with proof of vaccine uh, requirements and not restricting the vaccinated. And so we want to uh, take that uh, as far as we can. Uh, the majority of Manitobans have gone out of their way to follow uh, ...public health advice, they followed public health uh, orders...
3: ...and they went out and got, a, got um, vaccinated. So, you know, these orders, we, we always
0: balance um, the effects of them... ...and we wanted to go as far as we could... ...without starting to, to affect vaccinated Manitobans. What kind of...
2: I know cabinet confidentiality is something... ...that you're not going to infringe upon... ...but when you are talking informally to your colleagues... Other MLAs in your government, the new premier, and whatnot. Um, do you do? You, what kind of urgency is there to perhaps even start in pushing even harder so that to make sure that people have a normal Christmas holiday and a normal retail season? And, and if you'll permit me, if I'm thinking, if most people had a choice of a lousy November or a lousy Christmas season, they'd rather have a lousy November. So why not go harder now versus? Uh, harder later. And that's a really good question. Thank you for posing it. What I do want Manitobans to know, regardless of the region that they live in, is that uh, I take a look at data and stats with Dr. Rusin and public health officials on a daily basis. Sometimes the, stats, the, the statistics are coming in hourly. And uh, we, we do have other measures that uh, we can take and so I will be looking with uh, Dr. Rusin and public health officials at uh, the the numbers and and the cases and we may be back here as early as next week Uh, but uh, it's no longer going to be that. We extend these orders for two or three weeks, and and uh, people wipe their brow and they say, "Oh, good, I have two or three weeks to not comply." Uh, it will be changes uh, could be imminent at at any time, depending on what the numbers reveal.
0: Like I said, with the blessing from the courts, they are coming, and they are coming hard. They're not even trying to hide it anymore. And keep in mind, on the day the province announces these new orders, there were 193 new cases identified. And of those 193, 105 were not double-dosed, which means 88 were fully vaccinated. Or 45% of the new cases on the day they put out these orders were fully vaccinated. And you want to force me to get this experimental jab to go to work to keep my job or to go to eat to watch a movie? Or you want to force my kids to get this to play sports? When damn near half of the cases coming in continue to be Manitobans who are double jabbed? And let me be clear, no death is okay. But on the day they want to further target children aged 12 to 17, there were seven deaths. A male in his 50s, a male in his 70s, a male in his 70s, a female in her 80s, a male in his 60s, a female in her 70s, and a male in his 80s. Do you think that we should be making rules for healthy 12 to 17 year olds because people in their 70s and 80s are dying? Does that make any sense to you at all? And again, no death is okay. But even if you have the jab, even if you are a 12 to 17-year-old with the jab, you can still give it and get it from granny. So you're not saving granny. But should we really be making rules based on people in their 80s from dying from a respiratory disease? Here's one of the worst clips our health minister gleefully brags about how she is segregating Manitoba minors with adding restrictions to activities that they enjoy. I mean, it's disgusting. If you watch the clip, she pretty much says it with a smile on her face. And and remember, these people are allowed to break the rules, and they go consequence-free. They brag about how they'll have no problem paying for it, because remember, They get to go to work every day. Your job may be uh, deemed unessential, but uh, for some reason, their job is always essential. But here's a clip of our um, Audrey Gordon, our health minister.
1: I I wanna start with these new restrictions. Do you think that they are going to have an impact on reducing or slowing the spread of COVID-19?
2: I certainly do believe that they will. Uh, they are meant to lower the numbers of individuals that are congregating uh, in large numbers. And that is when we see the transmission of COVID is when when individuals are together for long periods of time. So yes, I definitely uh, believe that these restrictions will help to to lower the, 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 increases that we're seeing in our COVID numbers.
1: The, the, the models that we saw from Dr. Rusin, uh, your chief public health mm-hmm. officer on, on last week saw that Manitoba could have 200 cases a day by mid-December. Why not do something more drastic now? Because the restrictions are very targeted. What, do they need to be broader in order to slow down, uh, the number of cases?
2: Well, we're definitely following the epidemiology. So data comes into my office and to public health on a daily basis. So we're monitoring the numbers very, very closely. And as I said previously, we we do believe that the restrictions that we put in place on Friday, the 12th, will help to bend that curve. And if it doesn't, we've been very clear to Manitobans that um, the restrictions could be changed on a daily basis. So I could be out next week making changes if we see the uptick continue
1: what one of the areas that where you are having uh, difficulty and one of the areas that the new restrictions target are religious gatherings in the southern part of the province where uh the test positivity rate is extremely high uh above 14% and the vaccination rate is is extremely low um what are you doing to try and convince people in that part of the province that getting vaccinated uh will help matters uh, and that they should do it
2: Well, several, we have several um, communication materials that we're putting out in that specific region. We're also working very closely with primary care physicians, pharmacists that tend to have uh, close relationships with their their clients. And so we are very much on the ground. So we have teams on the ground that are are talking to individuals one-on-one. Mm. and uh, trying to address the issues around vaccine hesitancy and testing hesitancy and we will continue to move forward with those efforts i,
1: I was speaking with a, a pastor um, about about this issue in in that part of the the province who is concerned that this this you know restrictions on religious gatherings is is very difficult for communities how are you also going to enforce that because it would seem difficult in a church or religious gathering to go in and make sure that people are complying.
2: Well, and that is exactly what our compliance and enforcement officers will be doing, uh, Rosemary, because this is very important that we keep all Manitobans safe. And I was very heartened to see, uh, you know, just on on Twitter and social media and in the newspaper that some of the churches in that area have decided to go to online services. Some will be starting up their driving services where individuals can stay in their vehicle and Tune into their FM station. So they're already taking steps mm-hmm. to uh, to address the concerns that we have with the numbers that are gathering indoors for long periods of time. So I'm very pleased to see those steps being taken.
1: Manitoba has the highest rate of infection in Canada, as, as I'm sure you know, but so, for, so other people can know too. And, and the increase seems to be uh, people under 20 years old. Do you have any sense of why that's happening and how you can target and shut that down?
2: And we also have a very high vaccine uptake. So we are seeing numbers 84 percent of individuals have two doses and 87 percent have one and and that's for the eligible population so for individuals under 20 what we've done with these restrictions because we find those individuals tend to play indoor sports like hockey and and soccer and others is we are requiring them by december 5th to at least have one dose of the vaccine and they will have to show proof of having that one dose of vaccine to be able to play the, 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 the sports that they enjoy. So we are trying to target that age range. And we hope to very soon hear from Health Canada that the Pfizer vaccine for 5 to 11-year-olds is, is approved. So that will certainly help as well.
0: So there you have it. Our health minister specifically targeting activities are youth enjoy. And going back to November 12th, just chomping at the bit to be able to vaccinate kids age 5 to 11. And just to make it one step harder for parents to let their kids play sports without being jabbed, the province is making you get a test from a pharmacy instead of one of the COVID testing sites, just so they can try and hit you in the pocketbook as well. Like, they don't want you to go to the testing sites and get a free test. They're actually going to make you pay for it. Specifically, targeting parents. I mean, these people have a plan and they are executing it. Here is a clip of our child-hating health minister explaining this.
2: Thank you for that. And, um... This is going to go to uh, Minister Gordon, I suppose, for the uh, rapid testing that parents who don't want to have their uh, kids vaccinated to show, isn't that putting an undue financial burden on a lot of parents who have to pay for these tests? so the at the end of the day what uh, my my goal is and the goal of dr rusin and and uh public health officials is to protect all manitobans and how we protect manitobans is by encouraging each and every individual regardless of whether uh they they play sports or or they're involved in any other activity to get vaccinated to protect those around them and so in the the Two-dose vaccines are free, and they're 15 minutes uh, each. And so we're asking individuals to take advantage of that um, the access that's available at clinics, at our our super sites, and, and physician offices, and to get vaccinated. And so at the end of the day, our focus is to protect Manitobans to break the chain of COVID transmission by ensuring that you get vaccinated. And the time is now. For parents that feel they want their child to continue to play sports, and I, I love hockey, I love football, I, I love all this, the, the sporting activities. My, my son played as well, and I know that there's a lot of movement around the, the city. We don't just play in, in Southdale, we, we play in Stonewall and across many different RHAs. And we need to break that transmission of, of covid the, the, that transmission chain and so if parents feel they are they do not want their their child to be vaccinated then they can access tests at their local pharmacies and, um, and until they, they they feel they're they're ready to to allow for, for their child to get the vaccine
0: so it's basically do as i say or too bad Like, Gordon doesn't care about your financial situation. She doesn't care about your family. Doesn't care about your rights. Definitely doesn't care about the happiness of your family. It is all about compliance. And she says this full well knowing that she has been caught breaking COVID mandates. The mandates that she put forth. She goes on about how we need to stop the spread and not overwhelm the hospitals. Meanwhile, the province is firing nurses and healthcare workers left and right. From CTV News, more than a dozen direct care workers resign in Manitoba over vaccine status from Shared Health. More than a dozen direct care health workers have resigned after being put on unpaid leave for refusing to be vaccinated against COVID-19 or undergo regular testing, according to Shared Health. In a statement to C- uh, to CTV News on Wednesday, a spokesperson for Shared Health said there was currently 151 direct care workers who are on unpaid leave of absence related to compliance with public health orders. 19 staff initially placed on unpaid leave have since resigned, while 23 have returned to work, the spokesman said. The majority of workers on unpaid leave, 98 of them, are from Southern Health Region. There are 22 in the Prairie Mountain Health Region, 12 in the Winnipeg Regional Health Authority, 8 in the Interlake Eastern Health Region, and 4 workers are on leave in the Northern Health Region. The spokesperson said 36,408 direct care workers in Manitoba have indicated they're fully vaccinated, while 1,721 direct care workers require testing as of November 16. The validation of voluntary disclosure forms for vaccination status continues for 2,372 staff members across the province. Quote, paperwork continues to be manually entered into the system and managers remain, remain responsible for confirming the vaccination status of staff as they arrive at work with those, who, um, with those whose status is not confirmed require undergo testing required to undergo testing, end quote, said the spokesperson. All workers in Manitoba who are directly, who work directly with vulnerable populations must either be fully immunized or submit to testing up to three times per week. So does this seem like a good time to be firing healthcare workers? I don't think so. And just when you think it can't get any worse, less than a week later from the original news release that I just read to you guys, The province is just, like I said, chomping at the bit, gearing up for a province-wide rollout for the vaccine for Manitobans aged 5 to 11, and they are ready for the second Health Canada approves the Pfizer dose for kids. From the province, November 17, Manitoba mobilizing province-wide vaccine campaign to protect children ages 5 to 11 from COVID-19. Manitoba is ready to launch the next phase of Manitoba vaccine campaign to protect children aged five to eleven from COVID nineteen, Premier Heather Steffenson and Health and Seniors Care Minister Audrey Gordon announced today. Quote Our number one priority is to protect the health and well being of our children and the most vulnerable Manitobans, said Steffenson, as we prepare for the next milestone in our fight against COVID nineteen. We are dedicated to supporting parents and guardians who will be making the important decision with their children to get fully vaccinated. We are confident approval of the pediatric vaccine will come out soon, said Gordon. We encourage all Manitobans to start having family conversations now about how vaccination works and how it will help keep our families, friends, and classmates safe and healthy, end quote. Pending Health Canada's approval of the pediatric Pfizer vaccine and the National Advisory Council's anticipated recommendation, Manitoba will be ready to roll out the next phase of the pro- province-wide Protect MB vaccine campaign. The first dose of the pediatric version of the Pfizer vaccine are expected to be available in Manitoba as early as one week after the vaccine is approved. The vaccine would be offered through provincial and regional vaccine clinics, physician offices, pharmacies, urban indigenous clinics, and pop up community clinics. Walk in clinics will be an option at some locations, and in school vaccinations will be offered in coming weeks, both during and after school hours. Parents and caregivers will be able to make appointments once the vaccine is approved and arrives in Manitoba. The province will provide further information once appointments can be booked. In an effort to increase accessibility of the vaccine, the Premier and Minister noted a policy change has been made to allow pharmacists to immunize all children in this age group against COVID-19 and influenza when the vaccine is approved. Previously, pharmacists could only vaccinate children ages 7 and older. Quote, although children and youth are less likely than adults to get critically ill from COVID-19, they can still get sick and spread the virus to others at school and in the community, said Dr. Joss Reimer, medical lead of the Vaccine Implementation task Force. COVID cases are rising in Manitoba, and the majority of new cases are now among children who haven't had the opportunity to be immunized. This vaccine is being rigorously tested and reviewed. The process has been careful, with no steps being missed, and will be ready, end quote. The province is expected to receive enough supply of the vaccine from Pfizer to allow all children aged 5 to 11 to get their first dose. The dosage for this age group will be one-third of the Pfizer vaccine already available. Earlier this fall, the province conducted a survey of parents to better understand the perspective of COVID-19 immunizations for children. It found that parents who are vaccinated will most likely ensure their children get immunized. To support parents, guardians, and families in this important decision, a new Hashtag Protect MB Kids information campaign will soon launch and will provide information and resources on vaccine safety and availability. Quote, Achieving high vaccination rate in both adult and children is key to controlling the key, uh, spread of the virus and protecting the mental and physical health of children by minimizing academic disruption and ensuring they can participate in normal social activities, said Gordon. The sooner all eligible Manitobans are fully immunized, the sooner we can all feel safer, better protected, and more able to freely enjoy our regular lifestyle at work, school, and in our communities. As of November 16th, the province reported the following statistics for the 5 to 11 age group. To date, there has been 6,091 COVID-19 cases in Manitoba. Like I said, this is for ages 5 to 11. In the 21 22 school year, 13 school outbreaks have resulted in a move to remote learning. 27 children have been hospitalized with COVID 19, and seven of those children were admitted to the ICU or intensive care unit. And unfortunately, one child has died of COVID 19 since the start of the pandemic. Approximately 125,000 children ages 5 to 11 live in Manitoba, and the online vaccine dashboard showing immunization rates will be updated to include these children following the vaccine approval and availability in the province. I would like to point out that they come out with this news release on a day when eight Manitobans have lost their life. Like I said earlier, every life is one life too many. But once again, Manitobans in their 70s, 80s, and 90s were the people who were dying. Also, there were a hundred and seventy new cases identified. Of those 170 new cases, 102 were not fully vaccinated, which means 77 were fully dosed, or forty-three percent of the new cases identified were Manitobans who have had two doses. So why are we giving this to five year olds? They don't need it. And it definitely doesn't stop the spread. It doesn't save granny. So why in the hell are we giving this to five-year-olds when it's the 80s and 90-year-old people who are dying? To date, there's 20, what, what did I read? One child death in Manitoba, and, and it doesn't say if that child had a previous health conditions, and we're going to go ahead and give it to all five-year-olds? That doesn't seem right. The government is reassuring parents that if there are any side effects, children generally overcome any vaccine side effects, yet acknowledging at the same time that if they don't have the vaccine and they do get COVID, they generally overcome COVID as well. And half the time, more than half the time, they don't even know they have it. So, once again, why are we giving this to five year olds? Why take the risk in giving this experimental jab to a five-year-old? This is a, like an experiment in real time. Even Dr. Joss Reimer says it. She said she'll update us if any adverse effects are reported because there there has been no study on this. And you know what? It's been over a year now and still no talk on any of the medications out there. Nothing on monoclonal antibodies, ivermectin, ZPAC, prednisone, you know, nothing on the Joe Rogan's quote, COVID cocktail on, and on how it clearly works. Maybe not for all, but for a lot of people. Why nothing on it? No conversation on it. And if, even if you mention anything other than the vaccine, you get banned and smeared as a conspiracy theorist. Why nothing on natural immunities? It's been over a year. Nothing. It's either vaccines or nothing. When we can all clearly see the breakthrough cases, And it's damn near 50% of the new cases identified. Like, it doesn't make any sense. And if you guys are still listening, still hanging in there, spoiler alert. News release November 19th. Health Canada approves the pediatric Pfizer vaccine for children age 5 to 11. So there you have it, Manitoba. Hide your children. It is here, and they will be coming for your kids. Manitoba is expecting, or expanding COVID-19 vaccine eligibility to include children in this age group. Parents and caregivers will be able to book appointments for children age 5 to 11 no sooner than Monday, November 27, 22nd, 6 a.m. Ugh, hide your children. But either way, Manitoba, I'm going to end the show with two questions for you. When do you think that the third shot will be a requirement in order for you to be considered fully dosed? Um, Like I said, double-dosed cases are making up for almost half of the new cases identified. So pretty soon, I'm sure they're going to make the booster requirement. And the second question is, when do you think Manitoba is going to cancel Christmas? I mean, we all know it's coming. Just when do you think they're going to have the balls to actually announce it? But either way, Manitoba, thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. Like, share, subscribe. Do all that good stuff that helps out the show. It truly does help. You can follow me at Twitter at MBFreeThinker. Manitoba FreeThinker on Facebook and on YouTube. I don't upload all shows to YouTube. But if you can't find me, I'm on most podcast platforms. But if you can't find me, go to www and be freethinker.wordpress.com and you can get all the links to all my shows there. Like I said, Manitoba, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. Love you guys so much and I'll catch you in a few weeks. Bye.